0: I could convince myself to destroy the world just to get another 10 minutes of sleep. No joke. Hey,
1: everybody, welcome back to the Love Myself podcast. I'm Brooke. I'm And we are here today <laughs> That's so awkward. we have had two weeks off um, yeah so Wait, two? yeah we've literally we recorded two weeks ago today but for anybody who hasn't listened to us before we are a health and fitness podcast um, and we are talking today about, I don't know I what's don't going know. on I'm like having what? trouble today I don't know why. Oh,
0: I kind of feel like I knew you were gonna have trouble because like we so we always like log on to this thing that we record on before and we talk like for a couple minutes before and you're just like, Yeah, um, so did you look at the dog like <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I asked you if you were okay and you were like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm like, what? <laughs> um I have to be honest, um, it wasn't too long ago that I Ingested thing. No! <laughs> oh my.
0: You know what, too? You're an asshole because I have my pen right here and I was like, I'm not going to do anything because <laughs> I'm going to be really nice and sharp for the podcast. I thought you're it would asshole. be a
1: good thing. Like, I thought.
0: <laughs>
1: no. Oh my God. First of okay. all, well,
0: now you can't get mad at me that, like, you're going to hear me chewing popcorn and you're going to have to edit it out. And <laughs> I'm going to hit the pen.
1: God. Okay. All right. So, anyway. Um <laughs> this week we are gonna be talking about um injuries and like injury prevention. But before we get into that, we're gonna do our weekly update. So I'm gonna start this week. Um go for it. If you have been following us, you know that we did go to Canada last week uh for a Mont-train ski trip with our friends. Yeah, we went to Mont Montreblanc.
0: Excuse me, I was practicing my French all week, unlike you, so it's Montreblan.
1: Mont Tremblant. Okay, um well, it was so beautiful.
0: Oh my god, yeah, it was It was so cute. It was like a little Christmas village.
1: Yes, that's a great way to describe it. It was so cute. There was like a little village at the bottom of the mountain and like it was just, sometimes there you'd see just like normal people walking around, like normal shoe wear, and then you would see people like on skis and it was, it was- just really cool.
0: And our house was amazing.
1: Oh, it was so beautiful. If
0: you don't follow us on our personal Instagrams, and you have no idea how gorgeous it was, but it was like this
1: little chalet. Like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> wait, I used that word <laughs> to my boyfriend too when we were there, and he was like, "What's that?" Oh my god, um, wait, my
0: favorite thing ever was we were getting off one of the lifts, and so. My friend and I, we didn't ski the first day, so we, like, went into the shops, and we overheard, we're, like, standing in the shops, and there's, like, everybody speaks French, so we're in there, and we overheard a conversation, it's just, like, bonjour, salut, c'est bon, like, it was just so, like, everyone said, like, bonjour, like, so, like, bonjour, yeah, they said it so, it was, like, they were singing it,
1: so we were practicing the whole trip, because like, that was and the fun. only thing, like, I knew,
0: <laughs> yeah, we oh, have, bonjour, I'm merci, <laughs> constantly saying, bonjour bonjour like and then we were getting off one of the lifts I was she hadn't skied in years so we were like messing around on the bunny hill on the first day we skied and we get off the magic carpet and the guy operating the it, magic
1: carpet thought,
0: our friend goes bonjour and he starts like <laughs> spatting french at her like all the, she's like wait no 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 <laughs> <laughs> but we both looked at each other like holy shit uh, I guess it was like the
1: yeah So I guess she said it well yeah that's so funny that's I I would think I told, might have told you when we were there, um, that that happened to me when I was in Italy. Like I was getting, or I asked how much something was at like this little shop. I was like, Quanta costa?" You want me to ask? And she, yeah, and oh, she okay. said it back, but like it. Ugh. I don't know what she said like it, it sounded complicated when she said it and I was like okay wait sorry in English like I asked in Italian but then yeah. I was like wait you said it too fast like I, yeah. like, I want to go back I want to go back <laughs> yeah I was like wait I'm sorry I shouldn't have said that <laughs> yeah, right. um, and she was like 247 <laughs> I was like okay
0: <laughs> when we remember when we were in Italy for like the high school trip yeah. and we were lost and you decided you wanted to start asking for directions yes. in Italian. And then like, we find finally get people to like stop and help us. And Brooke's still trying to speak Italian. The dude goes, I speak English. Like you can talk to me in English. Yeah. And
1: she was like, "Uh, well. Like, yeah. Oh, Cause I was like, uh, Dove. And he was like, stop. He was
0: like <laughs> I know this is going to go so much better in English. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, so funny.
1: But I was trying to <laughs> flex, you know?
0: Well, The thing was, was like, I feel like that whole trip, you like weren't going for it. And this was the day that you were going (laughs) for it. And we just really needed you to like not be doing that. Well, because,
1: okay, but let me just say that I was probably the only one who was willing to go up to people yeah that's definitely true like i feel like when we were younger people were like you go like you ask, you ask, you ask." like oh, nobody wanted your, to be the one to like talk entire, to strangers we all had like such social anxiety for some reason
0: your entire persona and role in like the universe was yeah. the person who would do things yeah and take theirs that was you
1: yeah um, but yeah, um, <laughs> back
0: to skiing because we had a really great trip. Yeah, um, um, I
1: feel like it was literally the best I ever skied in my whole life, and I I think know. I attribute it to the snow just felt really good, and like the trails the were so snow. wide and oh just awesome.
0: Like the amount of small children I have to yell at in Vermont versus Canada just <laughs> makes the trip much more enjoyable. But also, shout out me. Humble brag. I did my first black diamond. Great job. Ever. It was and I didn't fall. Ha ha. Didn't fall. I can't say the same. I fell the second time and I like
1: you know <laughs> what? That means you didn't challenge yourself enough.
0: Well, wait, yes, I did. Hold the I'm phone. just kidding. I'm just kidding. You did really
1: good. I'm really proud of
0: you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have my finger up in the air. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um you because did so um, if you Google image or if you go to the Tremblant website and you see, like, the trail that leads into the village, there are assholes over there and they make that the black diamond
1: for funsies. So, yeah, it's, like, the main trail to get back – or it's just, like, the last hill to get back to the base.
0: Yeah, it's, and it, the, the funny thing about it is it's maybe what, like – it's it's not more than a couple hundred like feet like yeah. 50 feet or something of black diamond it's really small but they just put it there because they're like haha if you're green go take that detour like a loser <laughs> and the funny thing too is like I hadn't done I don't even think i had done a. oh no I did one blue before and I was like I'm just gonna go for it everything's fine so I went down that and I did that completely fine and then we got up to the top and Taylor was like So I get, let's just do the black diamond. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I just thought it would be more like, take more convincing, but, and not for nothing. Like, meanwhile, I couldn't even get my skis on, like on the top of the mountain. So I look like an idiot can't get my skis on, but like, oh, I'm just going to go do the black diamond. But I did find the first time. I, it was funny. Like, I didn't realize how fast you just start going. Like, it's just, it's infinitely faster than any of the other trails. Like, you're just flying. And it's fine. And I was kind of panicking, but also, like, I needed to stop because I just needed to, like, process what just happened. <laughs> and Taylor, like, when I stopped with Taylor, she was like, dude, like, I stopped at the peak because I, like, thought you were going to stop.
1: But you just, like, didn't <laughs> slow down. You just went flying over it. Nice. It
0: was, it was amazing. But the second time I fell and slid down the mountain backwards and then I was done. <laughs> I didn't need to do that again.
1: Well, yeah, I definitely I would that. recommend Blanc to anyone that's looking for, like, I don't know, a fun ski weekend. I feel like there definitely there was a lot of greens. Like, there was something for every skill level. And I the agree. town was and super I cool.
0: Think, I also think, um, yeah, from the perspective of a... Uh, I guess I'm not really a beginner anymore, but I was. I just also don't ski a lot either. So over the course of, what, three years, mm-hmm. I learned to ski, um, maybe a total of, like, 10 to 15 trips right Right. maybe even less than that and this was by far like the most positive experience I've had skiing because most experiences have been me just getting pissed and like not wanting to ski
1: (laughs) yeah I mean I definitely did really good but I did this crazy glade run that was Mm -hmm. a double black diamond
0: in the um in the the trees
1: yeah and you literally had to it was like experts only like you had to walk up. oh guys you oh, had no. to walk up the mountain to get down like it was like above like, the oh, peak. We like were... oh my god it was ridiculous so you really? literally had to like sidestep with your skis to get up and like it took us so long to get such a short distance like because it was like That's such stopping it was no like fun. i fell so much i i I fell I catapulted I got stuck in powder it was like quicksand it was just insane I cried I, I cried and like you all died like he thought <laughs> you were going to die oh my god it was like we had to stop so many times which like I went with my boyfriend and my other friend's fiance and like we went together and we all had to stop like it was so when you're in the trees like that and especially when like it's Steep, it just your legs get so sore so quickly. It requires so much effort because you're constantly cutting, and it's just crazy. On
0: the second time I did the black diamond, I felt like because I was tired from all the trails I had done and like the effort I actually had to put in to do the one black diamond, my legs were so tired that I was like losing form, and it was like give. I was having a lot more close calls because. like my legs were just like nah you know what maybe not
1: turning the whole (laughs) way
0: and then of course yeah
1: and I'll say that I think that all of the trails that I did and like the runs that I just think it was a lot on my legs like it it took me a couple days to kind of get back into running like I didn't run at all when we were away I planned to run two days but I didn't I mean I did run the day we left and then the next day we had stayed overnight on our way to Canada and I did run. I only ran two miles though in the morning, so but I still tried. <laughs>
0: just, for, just for perspective, Wednesday night we did like a four-hour drive to Lake George, three and a half, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we woke up in Lake George and that's when you ran. Yeah. Um, and then we progressed rest for the way and did like lunch in Montreal and we were probably at the um, ski house by like four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was a nice – I, like, I really enjoyed doing that, taking our time getting there. mm
1: mm-hmm. I agree. It,
0: the whole the way back was fine. I didn't mind doing it once, but to, having, to have to do that twice would have just been so annoying.
1: Yeah, I agree. But it was nice to have a few days off and just be with friends and, like, oh, I mean, I, I didn't really care about what I ate. I mean, I always try to eat, totally. like, a little bit better. Well,
0: my problem was, I feel like after the first two days of really not caring what I was eating, I started to feel like shit. So like mm-hmm. the second night, or second day, I started getting like salads and stuff because I I needed like some <laughs> form of nutrition. I was feeling absolutely terrible, especially on top of you know drinking. Um, I I don't think we I don't think I drank excessively, but I drank a lot. So like all that combined, and then having to like these long days of skiing. I just feel better making like healthier choices, mm-hmm. but just because like I I need like the fuel at that point, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. Um, I was definitely happy to like get back into my routine for the week. Yeah. And so, yeah, I didn't do my long run last week and then.
0: Which was supposed to be what?
1: I think it was just 13 miles. Like it was like a lower week but then i like did my short runs this week and then yesterday was saturday and i was supposed to do a 17 mile run which i didn't even know if i was going to do the full 17 because like i was telling you guys about that three hour rule that you're not supposed to like run more than three hours like i was kind of skeptical because i didn't think i would be able to do the 17 in that time so anyway i went out yesterday and just really wasn't feeling it i ran four miles and that was it (laughs) so today I ran 13 miles and it felt fine. Um, I'm a bit sore now. My ankle's really sore. I also just bought last week new Brooks. I got another pair of Brooks Ghosts, which is the pair that I have now, but I haven't broken them in yet.
0: I, I just got the new version of Brooks too. Like
1: Yeah, yeah. I like tried on a couple pairs and like, I mean, it just felt familiar, you know, so I was like, I, I you know, want the them only again.
0: Reason I need those shoes because they're the only shoes that naturally have that arch support. Mm-hmm. I feel like I try on other shoes, and they other shoes have some arch support, but Brooks has it, like the most.
1: Right, I don't even need and it, I mean, but I just like. I mean, it. I even
0: still need, um, custom insoles on top of that, mm-hmm. but it just helps. Right, so, much. but like at this point, I literally go into Runners World, and I'm like, Yo, what's the new Brooks? <laughs> like what's the new version get it for me
1: now. yeah I went there too but so today I've been like running pretty slow lately and I don't know if it's just because like my body still hasn't like recovered just from like the mileage I'm running and like what I like I really or I'm just like slow all of a sudden but um Could have been
0: thing, honestly
1: I don't know yeah so I've been doing like a lot of 11 11- 30s 1150s mm-hmm. even like just crazy but today i did the 13 miles and 1103 mile pace which was better than what i've been doing However,
0: so the long, they're supposed to be significantly slower anyway yeah so. but
1: so i'm hoping this week like my shorter run well i think i actually have 585 this week but i might split some up but i'm definitely going to yeah. do some speed work even if it's within the five miles so that's kind of my plan um today my nutrition i i for the 13 miles, which I have, um, the New York city half coming up in two weeks. So I kind of want to figure out what I'm going to be doing for fueling. So today I just did like 45 minutes in. I took, um, or I ate just like an applesauce little packet. I really like applesauce. So, and I've been trying to like do some more natural stuff. What'd you say?
0: I love those packets.
1: Yeah. Same. I get them from Trader Joe's. I got the apple banana flavor. So good. Mm -hmm so good so i did that and then after another 45 minutes at like eight miles i took an espresso flavored goo oh Ugh. it was really good
0: well if it's espresso flavored is there like extra caffeine in it or just
1: i actually don't know maybe i didn't really look at it also i want to say so i told you guys if you follow us on instagram at love myself podcast that i bought the generation you can you can run a marathon starter pack whatever and so yesterday i tried one of the things for the first time it's a powder and so i actually on my because it was my plan to run for more than four miles yesterday when I, I had my boyfriend prepare for me while i was out one of their powders and you can either mix it with like eight to twelve ounces of water to be like a powdered drink whatever or you could okay, do water.
0: Like recovery or no, something? No, no, it's like
1: a goo. Or so, yeah, if you do, instead, you do like two to four ounces of water, it's supposed to be like a goo, which I so, guess that was the consistency.
0: it during or after?
1: Don't, well, you could do before or during. Okay. It's just like a goo, pretty much, okay. but it's like with their special slow starch, carb, whatever. Um, mm. But anyway, it was vanilla it and it was disgusting, and I really couldn't eat it. Oh, really? Huh. It was just, like, a lot. I was like, is this supposed to be one serving? Like, and it said it was. So, like... Was
0: it, like, thick or something because of the powder?
1: I mean, no, it kind of... Like, now that I think about it, it was, like, a goo consistency. Like, it was a little thinner, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess the amount of water that he put in. But, I don't know. It it was hard to get down.
0: Okay. Well, that's good to know because I... I mean, I, I'm fine with the ones I have now, but if you had one that was, like, really amazing, I would yeah. try Yeah, I
1: mean, they also – I haven't tried still. They have the – like, they, they're they called, like, you can hydrate or something. That's, like, they're electrolyte things, and they do have a, oh, a bar cool. still. And I have two bars that I, I – I am excited to try them. I think that they'll be better, but – I don't
0: think I ever mentioned, like, my take on the electrolyte pills that I talked about. Oh, tell us. But those are great. I mean, I don't – like, I just think – the service, uh, the purpose that they're serving me at the moment is just keeping me fully hydrated. Um, I feel like I take them, and you, you ever get like a, a hydration headache? Uh, yeah, a dehydration headache. I
1: mean, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: um, I feel like it helps with those, and I just think like whenever I'm feeling drowsy, I wouldn't say drowsy, but not at like peak energy. From having a ton of water and Gatorade, I pop one of those and usually they're good. I haven't taken them during a run, mm-hmm. but what I usually do is just I take one in the morning sometimes when I'm having coffee and I'm trying to like get my body back into, you know, hey, you know, we're drinking water, let's think clearly, let's see clearly again, um, just to like in- enhance that. And then I take them like right before a workout and I think it just, it. I feel like it helps clear some of that fog that you get from Mm -hmm. being dehydrated. You know, when you, like, kind of just feel sluggish from being, like, not having enough water in your system? Um, I think that that, like, quickens the process of getting that. Yeah. Getting yourself feeling, like ready to
1: go I mean I think being hydrated is like one of the easiest things to do to like feel better in every aspect of your life like it helps your digestion and like it helps your mood like it helps having like like, headache like fatigue like (laughs) everything (laughs) like muscle soreness
0: that's a perfect segue into (laughs) into my runs because okay so last week the week before we went skiing I did a 16 mile run Friday. I had off work for whatever, President's Day, I think. So I was like, okay, I'll have that whole day. So I'll do 12 miles that day. And I was like, I don't know if that's like a good idea to do these two really long runs back to back, but I had like talked to you about it. And I was thinking, depending on how I feel, I'll split it up. But I knew that I was never going to get that done the following weekend. I didn't want to skip it. And I knew I was going to probably wind up skipping one of the four mile runs I had to do. So my week was like four, 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 twelve. 12. So I figured I'd do twelve or four, and then like if I do the last four, fine. But if not, also fine. So I got so for the sixteen mile run, I brought a water bottle and I ran around New York City. And when you run around New York City, you run by the water, and it was freezing. And New York City is windy as shit because it's friggin skyscrapers on an island. And there were points during that run where I was screaming out loud just, like, out of out of just being so cold. I had to, like, make a noise or something because it was just so frigid. And my one hand, like, literally turned purple because I was holding a water bottle. But you had said to me, like, it's such a big difference hydrating while you run on these long runs, which, uh, like, duh. But I just didn't. I just – up until that point, I hadn't really ran more than a half marathon and I had gotten through – all my long runs completely fine without water so i just didn't think to add it but for i was so so nervous and also i was only supposed to do 15 so i wound up doing 16 cuz i was just so lit i have no idea <laughs> what happened but i ran around manhattan and on my way back i probably hit like mile what like 13 14 and i was having like pains i get pains in my knees and my ankles just they're not Debilitating, like pangs, where like I feel like okay, I need to stop. Something's wrong, but it's just like a soreness from overuse. It just kind of happens, and all the pain just like went away. It was the weirdest thing. Like I just went completely numb, and I ran like the I ran the fastest I ever ran in my life. I ran like a a nine eighteen average average mile pace. It was the most incredible run I've ever had. So then obviously I felt I had to do twelve on uh, Monday, but. On Monday, I had my my water backpack, which I love so much. I ordered it um, for that reason because, again, held a water bottle for the 16-mile run, and that was just completely Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> it was traumatizing. I, 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 I didn't put it down the whole run. I literally didn't throw it out. I was like, I could just get rid of this and, and, and not have this problem anymore, but <laughs> I, I just found it really important. And I think I only did one goo on that run, and I think I did it at, like, mile – six wow I didn't feel like I needed the other one
1: but oh, on the wow. I like get noticeably hungry like I feel like my stomach feels like well I don't know that be from
0: not like eating enough like the night before Maybe. so I've been doing like gorge yourself with pasta the night before and then eat a bagel in the morning and it's worked out very very well like I can notice a huge difference so I did the 12 miles on Monday again completely fine. I was like a little bit on the slower end but because I did those so close together, which now like this week kind of marks my middle of the week runs getting longer, uh, which is really like not
1: ideal something. at all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so just so you guys know I run if it's like four miles or less I can usually run at lunch, um, at work because it's it's not it I can like shower at the gym whatever and and get that done which is so nice because I don't have to do in the morning and I don't have to do it after work at night and now that I have this like hour and sometimes 40 minute commute like the last thing I want to do when I get off that bus is go for a run in the dark at like 28 degrees it's just not happening I know Um,
1: it's a rough time of year (laughs) and it's not
0: ideal I mean it has been
1: getting I was it's been getting lighter earlier and it has well, been getting darker yeah. or darker. I later watch later. it every single day. I watch the, every single minute it moves every day <laughs> because I'm crazy.
0: But I'm like, oh, oh 5.50 today? Oh, we're- <laughs> and the day it um sets at 6 o'clock, you're going to hear from me. I'm telling you. So it, really the problem isn't that I'm lazy and I don't want to do it or this commute. The, the commute has, has messed up my habit cycle because my habit was always – at a certain time of day, I was putting my shoes on and going out to run, or I was at, at sometimes just running earlier, or I had like a different schedule of starting the run. So I think when that gets disrupted, the fact that I have to make an extra effort to think about it differently is what starts to put in my mind the thoughts of like, oh, well, you know, this is going to be too hard, or it's going to be too cold, or it's going to you're going to be too tired. Like, and that's kind of I, at any, anytime I get out of the like, habit cues of a schedule, I can feel myself saying, oh, you know, is this worth it? Is this, you know, how are you going to get this done? Like, you know, so I I figured it's easier for me to do those six mile runs during the week. And I think some of them are five and seven as well, uh, just in New York City right after work. So as soon as it hits five, just go out and do it and then get on the bus because I won't do it if I when I get home. Yeah, I,
1: I say home. all the time, like I have no idea how people who have like children have more intense jobs than me or like any other responsibilities, like how they train for marathons. Like
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know either. I, and we're not even
1: I, running that high mileage of plans. Like some people run no, like no. so many miles per week.
0: No. I I know. And and or they'll get up at like four AM to do I it. Know. I, I don't know how I'm never able to do that. I don't understand. And you know, one day maybe I think it's probably because I have not in the last, I think maybe eight years, have had a, a solid on the dot time I wake up every single day. Like my dad, he, he has his alarm set for like what? Something like 547. It's <laughs> a weird number. But he will wake up. Without the alarm because it's that. I mean, when you and, do it
1: for that long, I feel like. I mean,
0: that's, yeah, but but I think in high school it was kind of similar and it was easier. You you already felt like adjusted to being awake at that hour. Where this, like, I could convince myself to destroy the world just to get another ten minutes of sleep. No, no, <laughs> me sleeping is like the devil. She's like, no, it's um, it's like the meme of like Kermit the Frog with like the hood on. Like that's me sleeping. She's like, "No, you don't have to hold. You don't have to do anything. You're not even a human. Just put your head back on the pillow. Anything to just, anything to just go back to sleep. I don't get it. I don't, that's you could dramatic. tell me like my house is on fire, and I just go back right back to sleep. It's not dramatic. I'm telling you, <laughs> this is how I feel about like having to change my habit of doing that. I just don't think it's possible. But I know that it is. Like I'm not eh, yeah but I just whatever as I look at my book on the shelf that says the power of habit and we all know that we can fix these things but they're just really hard but um, (sighs) okay
1: well what else do you got for us
0: well the water backpack is fire um it's a camelback it's on amazon it's like 15 bucks and it just got this like little pouch in the back and you you have a tube and you just (laughs) drink out of this tube and it's my favorite thing I've ever I've ever purchased. I'm so happy with it. i the thing I was gonna have I thought I was gonna have an issue with is I have like really bad posture um and I thought it was gonna be heavy on my back. It's not. I thought it was gonna mess up my fanny pack situation, which I have like this fanny pack around my waist where I put my phone and has a little hole for my headphones to go through and I put my gels in there. Didn't mess that situation up. I am thrilled um, and I just did sixteen miles yesterday and it was the fastest I've ever ran yet again. I think it was a nine. 16 pace that's so good which is ridiculous I don't even know who that girl is because (laughs) I'm not joking I'm like I keep I that run was the most I've ever looked down at my phone and seen under nine minute miles like ever and it was good I my foot kind of hurts my right foot and I am getting a little bit sore after these runs I don't get sore after any other runs. Yeah, I feel like really. the long
1: runs are are tough to recover.
0: They're getting they're getting harder. But I was talking to Dave the other day, and he said the first 16 mile run I did uh, like two weeks ago, I felt really strong after. I felt like I could keep going. And he's like, "If you're feeling that, then you're gonna be fine." And I'm like, "I mm-hmm. friggin hope so." <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's been me running. I had um, the one four mile run was really slow. I was feeling positive about it though because, like, lately the runs I've been doing have been so fast. So I was like, you know what? It's about time I had one of those ones that wasn't my best time. And I also had upped the weekly mileage um, to six. So I thought maybe that had an effect on it. I wasn't really sure. But, and then as far as fueling, like I said, I just eat a bowl of pasta until I feel like I'm gonna throw up the night before think that that's going to be terrible for me but really it it never is and then i eat a bagel and then i go crazy and i have two gels on the run and it's, it's been working perfectly <laughs> like a charm i love pasta <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know last <laughs> night um i went to brio with my sisters i love that place. and i got a cacio e pepe pasta which it was like oh, eh.
0: it's the best i had tortellini last night oh, with um nice like a, the white cream sauce is so good. But wait, mm. my mom is so funny. She's like, You're going to eat half a box of pasta. And I'm like, Yeah, mom, because I burn 3,000 calories in a day when I do 16. <laughs> literally, like, I've like, been
1: well, eating so many carbs. Like, I I'm like, like mom, the pancakes every day.
0: Family. You can't tell me I'm going to get fat from eating a pound of pasta. You literally can't. I'm judge like, me I don't even it. care,
1: though. Like, I'm like, I need it. The
0: thing is, like, I, I just I, – it makes me start to think, like, oh, shit, like, am I eating too much? Well, it's but just not- it's just
1: crazy because, like, I cut out grains and stuff for so long, like, and, like, just a lot of carbs. And, like, today I went grocery shopping and I bought, like, bagels. Like, I know. I bought, I, have- I bought, like, oatmeal, which isn't bad, but, like, you know, whatever, oatmeal. Like, Dude. I made these – oh my god these beautiful pancakes this morning peanut we used peanut butter and chocolate ch- like chips like peanut butter mm. chips and chocolate chips oh. and like we cut up bananas and put it in the mixture and Dude. oh it's
0: truly like and and like i know i make fun of myself when i say all the time the meme of like do people who run marathons know they don't have to i think i mentioned <laughs> like probably every episode like i get it but also with the amount of food i can eat and like, and again, you shouldn't feel bad for like eating and being a normal person no. and good food. But like, you kind of like really don't have to care like at all. <laughs> like, it doesn't even need to be a second thought. I can just like celebrate wildly that I'm eating an entire box of pasta I know. in a night. I'm with yeah, you. Like again, any normal person without the 16 miles, like, do you go ahead and do that? But with my anxiety of like, you know. Overeating and stuff, uh, it just it goes away like it doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) And also, it feels like it just feels good because you're like, yeah, I'm gonna torture myself through 16 miles, but I'm also gonna eat an entire box of pasta. Yeah. Well,
1: do you have anything else?
0: Um. Well, I moved all the rest of my shit home, so Mm -hmm. that's it.
1: What do you do with your couch? Where, like, what are you doing with Um,
0: it? It's in my dad's pickup truck right now. Are you? We just took it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't going we to take it. So I was – this is due to the breakup I think I talked – I think you talked about it in the last episode, yes. right? Yeah. Um, so I had taken – so I think I explained this as well when I talked through the whole, like, everything that happened. I went with my mom on that day, that half day from work. And got like, I guess I would say maybe 80% of my stuff, everything I needed to live and exist and be a human. So most of my stuff that was there. And then I, I, there had been big things like we, we both, you know, split the couch and we had come up with like an agreement to um, get all that done. And And definitely an interesting situation. I mean, if you're in a relationship and maybe not, I don't know. If you're having doubts and the next step is to move in, like, I would really think about it because, you know, it's not just like you break up with somebody and it's over and that's it and you can block them or, or whatever you do. Um, like, I had to talk to him for at least another, like, month um, to get all my stuff out and not that it's, not that it's, like, super hard, but, I mean, you don't want to be, like, hanging out and see their name pop up on your phone. Like, you just don't. Like, right you're in such a vulnerable place and you're in such a state of mind where even just seeing your name on your phone, you're like, Oh, what? like, you know what I mean? It can, it can really like throw you off completely. Uh, I think that's, you know, just something to like think about. I mean, maybe people who listen to this are in their twenties and they're in relationships and they have to start considering things like this. It's, it's not easy. Um, going back now twice. I had to go back today. Um, but it went pretty well. I mean, my, my dad and my brother were really helpful. Shout out to them, even though they'll never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they both have like really, really, really big cars, conveniently, like two of the biggest cars you could probably have, like a giant pickup truck and a land cruiser. For those of you who don't know, um, insurgencies use those in the Middle East uh, because they're bulletproof. So, well, they're not bulletproof, but they're the closest thing
1: to it. Um <laughs> so (laughs) random fact (laughs) if you need a bulletproof car (laughs) hit me up if you want to go I don't know take
0: over the world so um yeah so so we got everything out the couch I I mean we kind of amicably said okay you know we 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 bought a lot of stuff like a bed a couch coffee table stuff together and kind of just said okay if you take this and I take this it's pretty even financially um so we weren't gonna take it because it's a, it was like a sectional, but it's a really tiny sectional. It's like literally like 92 inches from arm to arm because we had such a small apartment. Um, and my dad was like, because it also has like a pullout piece. My dad was like, we're not we're not getting we're not lifting this shit up. And I was like, Uh-oh. <laughs> meanwhile, I already told him I'm taking the couch, and it. It, luckily, it's split into like mm-hmm. the arm, the I came off, and the right. other piece. So it was, <laughs> it was okay. We we moved everything home, um, and I don't have to go back again. So good. I'm really, really happy about that.
1: Yeah. Door shut. Yeah. Basically. Um,
0: um. I can just be here.
1: Yeah. Well. With that, do you want to get into the topic? <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk about breakups again. No. Um, Other kinds gonna... of breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Carly um, hates my puns. I know. <laughs> well, because I know you're gonna say them. In the back of my mind, I was like, she's totally gonna make a joke about breaking something because injuries. And then you did it and I was just like, you, all you're getting is a fake laugh at her, Okay, you know? sorry that I'm
1: predictable. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about injury prevention and like what to do when you are injured. Just like some common injuries I feel like that happen with
0: rumor I'm not a doctor yeah
1: disclaimer
0: <laughs> like listen to your doctor before you listen to free yeah but also go to the doctor like there's a tip
1: you're welcome yes um but yeah I feel like a lot of times with running a lot of people experience shin splints especially when you just start and then obviously just muscle strains are common shoulder injuries knee injuries any sort of fractures
0: yeah, fractures
1: um, yeah especially if you're doing yeah. like a sport.
0: Even just like torn muscles or just soreness in general, I think sometimes I feel like there's a lot of pains where you're like, oh, this, like, what is this? And that can be kind of hard to navigate because you don't want to hurt yourself further. But also, I mean, if you're like me, I get crazy obsessive about like missing my runs. So I know that can be like really hard.
1: Right. I feel like the main tip for like all of injury prevention is just to listen to your body like if you know that you get more sore than like other people then you need to put more like stretching and foam rolling into your Mm -hmm. weekly routine you know what I mean like and obviously with any time that you're not feeling right stop (laughs) you know what I mean like use your brain don't be stupid that's just yeah it's hard
0: yeah and I think um when you when things do happen and you do have issues with any part of your body like also just doing your best to think creatively and think okay well maybe I can do a couple like bike workouts a week or I can swim um, as, as long as it's obviously not bothering the part of you that's mm-hmm. that's hurting I think finding alternatives while it feels like you're probably I mean if it, I'm thinking if it were me because I'm so obsessive about training it's like oh well I'm doing a bike it's not the same thing like
1: well I feel like mental is the main reason why people like why listening to your body like that you really have to drive that home is because obviously like you have goals and you want to stay on track with your plan and whatever but like you have to accept that like when you're doing any sort of athletic exercise throughout your life injuries are part of it and like you have goals yes but there's always going to be other goals and if you work out on like a bad knee you're going to make it way worse and your recovery time is going to be even longer so like you really have to just
0: is going back too soon can really really hurt you it could set you
1: back even more than you think so that's why I know I told you guys when I hurt myself skiing like I just wasn't feeling it so like I skipped a couple days and I eased back into it like that's just what you have to do and I don't think it affected any other part of my training you know what I mean like plans are a guideline yes and they're important but like if you're hurting yourself more than you're just screwing yourself basically
0: don't be like the girls on cheer
1: yeah don't oh my gosh yes which (laughs) if you haven't watched cheer yet what are you doing but watch cheer but yeah they like like, fight I I mean I mean I surely did all my life and like up through college and like that's very very real i even i mean that happened to me my ankle was bothering me all season and i was like i'll deal with it after and
0: i think the strongest part of that what is like the fact that it's not like if you're running and your ankle hurts and you're like well i'm i'm gonna keep running like it really only affects you but with cheerleading like the routine
1: oh yeah and the especially routine. like i mean being close to daytona like we i felt that many times like <laughs> like i get it
0: that's it really cool to talk about if we talked about cheerleading because i i mean after i saw a cheer i would say to people like yeah my best friend literally was in daytona probably with them like that's shit's all real shit's been her whole life um <laughs> And they're like, what? That's so cool. I'm like, yeah. Well, the whole time you were sitting around and shitting on cheerleading for not being a sport, they were conducting their own sport like over here in the corner and you were just ignoring them. Like, I know. Well, that's it's so funny. Like
1: at Montclair, like no team won anything. Like we weren't even considered a sport. But like then, I mean, we got second a couple years in a row um anyway but like then they would like put it up in our rec center like because we were the only people who won stuff but like people still were like oh cheerleading you know like I'm like we're the only sport who's done anything (laughs) like we're the only people who have had any sort of title like
0: (laughs) I digress I could go on but it's yeah I think like it's different with running though because you're not you're not affecting a bunch of people. You're not screwing up somebody's dream because <laughs> because you can't run, you know, and I but also that makes it doubly as hard because with that it's probably an easy decision. Well, yeah, I'm not going out of this because I'm gonna let everybody down. Whereas like when it's you, it's like this hurts, like, but I, I really wanna keep going, like and you kind of almost like in a way push through the pain for like a dumb reason. Like with them, they're like, it's, uh, it's for other people, but like, are you really going to do this for yourself? Like, are you really going to keep hurting yourself? It's, it's like a weird mindset
1: to be in. So, I mean, the most important thing then we'll say is injury prevention is the best thing we could do is to not get ourselves in these situations. So Mm -hmm. some just like key tips, I mean, obviously have rest days, put them into your schedule. Like that's just important. You need rest, like, we all need rest. Professional runners need rest.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't love sleeping though?
1: Also that. <laughs> and yeah, add in naps. Well, Professional okay. runners nap all the time. If you have the time to nap, which I know a lot of people don't, but if you do, do it.
0: I think too, I try to make rest days like a real rest day where I try not to get out of bed. If I can. Like, on, like I try to keep Sundays for like a day where I just don't. Yeah, I feel like you fun. definitely
1: need to, like, give your legs a break. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I like to take warm baths and then foam roll after.
1: <laughs> right. I'm still waiting to do my foam rolling video, but foam rolling is also really, really important for injury prevention.
0: But the reason I like it is because – the reason I like it post-bath is because your muscles are all warm. Yeah. So you're just like, – you're all – you're nice and warm and then you just roll out all the like horrible things it's amazing
1: yeah i need to foam roll tonight i already used a little bit of my massage gun post 13 mile run
0: um but i need to foam roll
1: i stretched it's obvious so stretching that's another thing increasing your flexibility in general is important for injury prevention um and like we've talked about dynamic stretching before in your warm-up and then doing a cool-down, um, and those yeah. stretches can be still or dynamic. Um,
0: and then also doing other kinds of activity and weightlifting can be helpful. Yeah, um, yeah
1: for running, like, especially cross-training and um, lifting, strengthening your core, your hips, glutes.
0: I remember in high school we had to always do abs like after track practice. Oh, same for cheerleading.
1: It was like the last 10 minutes.
0: We had one day a week where we were in the weight room and we had to – squat and do lunges and do like press presses and stuff like that. Um, I've always, that's always been a thing. And I think between marathons, I was going to, I was planning on doing a lot of lifting, a lot of squatting and stuff, because I mean, there is always the conundrum of like getting too muscly and that can make it a little bit harder to run long distances. But also if you're just doing this as, you know, a hobby, then who cares? But I guess if you're doing it to, Get better and be faster, and like consistently get faster and qualify for things. I think not that I'm qualified to give advice on this, but I just heard that. Like, <laughs> well, I mean,
1: like I when you're when that, you like, lift and you're strengthening your muscles, like you're gonna become a better runner. Like it's going to help yeah, you. But
0: over for at least for long distances, if you put on too much muscle, it can almost be, I think, a little bit detrimental because you.
1: I mean, but if like the assumption is though, if you're a runner that you're still running throughout that time, and then that really won't happen.
0: I hope not. I'm just saying be weary of it because it can happen.
1: Yeah. Another thing is always just like wear the right gear, I think, especially for running. Like I just bought my new shoes. I feel like I've been running on my old shoes a little too long. Oh, yeah. They say this depends on like how often you run, like how quickly you're putting on that mileage.
0: It's a common reason for shin splints too.
1: Oh, yeah. Um Yeah, I think they say 300 to 500 miles, you should be changing your shoes. Also, they say it's really good to like swap in between shoes to like have two or three pairs at the same time. If you're like, that's if you're like running a lot. But I feel like training for a marathon, we qualify, I would say.
0: Do you want to hear a weird tip that I have? Sure. So you can look it up on Google because I could, I don't even know how I would articulate this to you, but give it a shot. (laughs) Well, I, I have no, I think I've mentioned this before, but. I have extremely highly arched feet, which I mean, they're gorgeous, but like, (laughs) um, I really love, I really love my feet. But anyway, I don't, the arch of my foot, the middle part of my foot like doesn't touch the ground. That's how high my, my feet go up. So like I said, I need, I always choose like those Brooks shoes for that reason. And I always have the custom insoles for those reasons. A game changer for me was finding out a different way to lace up my shoes so that my foot was more comfortable and there's different things you can google them like different ways to do your laces based on like what type of foot you have and that was a huge game changer for me because the crisscross laces were like really tight on the top part of my foot I needed a little bit of like wiggle room for the top part of my foot to move but for the other parts of them to really be like strapped in it was a game changer I'm not like I'll never lace my shoes the same way ever again (laughs) And I hope that was a mind blowing tip for you people because it felt like I was delivering
1: one. I mean, yeah, I've, I've never really thought about that. So if that really helps, then that's great. It
0: really helped because my, the art, the, because of that middle part of my foot was up so high, it was like hurting when it was coming up almost out of my, sh- not out of my shoe, but you know what I mean? It was like nestled against like the crisscross straps and it was like hurting. I could feel a difference completely. It's. It's cool.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I think it was really exciting. No, that's good. Well, another running specific one is just to always gradually increase your mileage. Um there's like a 10% rule that you shouldn't increase your mileage more than 10% every week. But people say if you're like running a short distance that it's fine it doesn't
0: matter but
1: that's a tip also just for lifting and running having good posture like whatever you're doing especially Mm. if you're using heavy weights like making sure that you have good posture Mm. and you're doing them right if you're using machines i always have those pictures that are sometimes hard to look at but try to figure it out or like youtube videos are great for like looking at how people do it um i know even on reddit people post videos of them doing like lifts and squatting and like ask for feedback do that oh
0: yeah yeah well because also yeah if you don't have like a gym partner or somebody to
1: watch you right
0: um, it can be hard to see also from all angles yeah
1: also a lot of gyms will give you not all but i know a lot of gyms will give you a free like um pt session like personal training session with like a membership so take advantage of that and ask how to use the equipment and have them show you and like use that opportunity um to do that or just look on youtube like i do
0: and then I guess worst case scenario is you got to go to the doctor. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: um, and then, yeah, with lifting, obviously start small. Like if you've never lifted before, don't go in trying to think that like you can curl 30 pounds because you can't. They say <laughs> you
0: should, um, I mean, obviously like if you've really never lifted before, like start with a really small weights, but they say you should always be at least lifting with, with certain reps. I mean, yeah, I would look up like how like all the reps and like what weight you should be on. But I, I feel like the rule is like 80% of your maximum effort. But again, I always kind of just tried to do something where it, by the last rep, I'm exhausted, but I'm not in pain. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a rule of thumb It's like you shouldn't be like completely gassed, like ready to die by your your last rep, but you should be Like unable to do another one yeah
1: well they also say like when you are increasing to you should increase by reps before you increase by weight like if you do like 10 sets of
0: i mean you could also do volume too but again like i feel like well explain that well so you can instead add more sets same amount of reps and then go and lower the sets and higher up the reps if that makes sense so if you're doing like three by eight you can do four by eight and then go back to like three by ten or something that mm-hmm. makes sense. So instead just adding that first, I don't know what really the benefits are. You'd have to check me on my facts and you'd have to do research <laughs> in an entirely different episode. But yeah, I, I'm almost positive that's a rule of thumb. Another rule of thumb you can you can go by. But also I think for like if you're running during or if you're lifting during running, keeping it simple is also really good too, because you have to consider the fact that you'll probably be, you know exerting your leg muscles and it'll it, it'll make your runs maybe a little bit more challenging so I think just sort of sticking to the really basic uh compound lift movements which is like a squat or a deadlift or um any variation of that where you're using multiple muscles I think is maybe your best bet and just keeping those workouts just sort of short but just purposeful like I, I would want to do squats so that my knees hurt a little bit less right and so that I'm Strengthening all the small muscles around my knees and stuff. I don't think I would be doing like glute hip bridges with a giant barbell. Like, <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, I, just think, I just think it like it just makes more sense to just kind of do things that align better with like running goals, like lunges right. and stuff like that, and not like hip abductors. Well, and, like, I
1: mean, pounds. I do that. I mean, whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I know it's fine, but I just think like the targeted areas that you like. Think you want to strengthen for your running, right? because you know? also like the more you exert yourself, like the the less energy you're gonna really have to give to running. So I think, I don't know. I think it's good, but I just I I've I've tried it. I've like thought to like you know, do a really intense lifting session while running, and it's just not. I just never thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I had a good experience with it, you know.
1: Yeah. So I feel like when okay shit hit the fan you didn't do what you were supposed to do. you didn't foam roll you didn't stretch whatever or something stupid happened um <laughs> which it often does like, like your stupid scheme well we'll we will get to we will get oh. to my my stories shortly. i mean i had
0: like a, i had a pretty dumb injury too so i guess
1: well we'll get to it but anyway so when you are injured obviously like Use common sense, like we said before. Seek a doctor if you need to, and if you think you're fine, but your injury isn't improving in a week, you should still probably go see a doctor. Yeah. Um. Also, ibuprofen is really helpful if just to ease pain or inflammation. Like if it's just like you tripped and your ankle hurts or whatever. Um. Obviously, also there's like rice, if you've heard it. Um. Rest, nice. ice, compression, and elevate. Um. Is generally yeah. what to do when you have any sort of strain or whatever.
0: I think the best bet if you can is to just talk to a doctor if it feels that serious because they can also give you an idea of when they think you'll be good to go back. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I
1: know. I'm jealous of like D1 athletes who just always work with physical therapists.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, That's be nice. Yeah.
0: But that also helps with your mindset too. And so, you know, you have the peace of mind of knowing like, okay, you know if i can if i can get my ass on the couch and stay here like i can be good again in 2 weeks it almost gives you it almost gives you like a goal it's like okay well i know i have to you know stay off my leg for just 2 weeks and right. then I can go back well that's you important
1: know? too like evaluate your injury and respect the time that you really do need to fully recover and like what is that and then like you can kind of move forward with okay do you have to set new goals like or find this as an opportunity to either rest or to cross train um, to eat right like you know find the positive I guess in it and also like work out what you can you know if you can still do core exercises or arm exercises whatever like do that get better at what you can do
0: yeah I mean I just think like for me it's always like my mindset is the worst thing is because that's just gonna be it's it's just so unfortunate it's so annoying and it's not the thing that like you can control mm-hmm. and I think kind of speaking to as well like the thing I was talking about earlier and like breaking habits um I think it takes extra mental energy going back because you're you've gotten out of your routine and you're in your habit of running all the time what if that's what, what it is um and I think so kind of I think maybe sort of like giving yourself a mental pep talk of like, okay, like, you know, we're getting back into this again and trying to get yourself like, excited about it. Um, Cause I really think it could go the opposite way where like, you know, you have this injury and you're on the couch for two weeks and then you're like, Oh, I'm so discouraged. Like I'm not even gonna be able to finish this. I missed so much of it. Uh. And then you like talk yourself out of continuing whatever you're training for, or if you're not training for anything, you're just trying to run to be healthy, you know, just be wary of, what you're saying to yourself in your head about like what's going on because mm-hmm. that's that's where i think i would i would falter would right. the mental part of it mm-hmm.
1: so well mm-hmm. i can definitely relate i are you, are you ready for me to tell my story
0: uh, i feel like the serious one should go first because we just said serious stuff and then we'll get into the okay stuff.
1: all right you can tell your okay. serious one
0: so i w- i played lacrosse all through high school and I was running and, and I was like really crazy. The one thing I wasn't good at in lacrosse was like running. When I first started, I didn't run at all. And I think I had talked about this. This was why I got into running because I wanted to be good at lacrosse and I had everything else down except the running part of it. So I would run all the time off season just to be ready. And I remember I was running and it was maybe six weeks before tryouts and I was I think it I want to say it was my junior year because I was on varsity but I was and I was starting so I was important but I was just nervous because it wasn't like a per, I don't think it was like fully like a permanent I could easily be replaced I guess was sort of was sort of what I'm trying to say because it, it's important to like why I got so upset about it and so I was running outside getting ready for the season like two months before and I I did this weird thing where there was like a road and there was no sidewalk and it just kind of, the road was like on top of a dirt road. So it sort of like bent down um, onto the like dirt part. The dirt part was like really flat and there was just, like a little curve down um, from the asphalt. And I was running on the side of the road and it's, there's like a really sharp turn. So a car came kind of really, really close to me. So I had to like move like really quickly. I kind of just like dodged out of the way and in doing so, I made this weird, almost like picture, uh, you're like kicking a soccer ball and you drag your leg on the ground, like you cut kind of, your foot hits the ground and it drags and kind of pulls your hip back. This is the best way I can describe it. But my hip like cracked and I felt Ugh. it and I kind of heard or I thought I heard it.
1: That sounds awful.
0: Oh my God. It was, it was just, I like didn't really know what had happened in the moment but this pain shot down from like the top of my hip down the side like down the side of my hip like kind of almost where my butt is and then all the way down my leg like down the back calf um the back of my uh thigh like down my hamstring all the way down and i was like what did i just do so i stopped for a second and then i started to run again and i was in excruciating pain so i I think I hobbled home or maybe I called my mom. Ugh. I was also like a block from the house. So I was <laughs> I like an idiot. I was like, Oh my God. So I went to the doctor and turns out I cracked the, the, I like fractured the growth plate on top of that sits on top of um my pelvic bone. Ooh. So you know how your pelvic bone has the two like round parts on right. each side. Like the hits, I'm envisioning
1: the hits, like, like, Yeah a skeleton yeah so around the top of it
0: yeah around the top of it is like this layer of growth plate and I had cracked into that which very lucky for me because had I cracked into my actual hip bone I would have been in huge trouble Mm. and the problem with that injury is like you can't you you can't you don't like set a growth plate and you don't wrap up like right so what could they do for you Nothing. So I literally had to just go home and like sit on the couch and just like wait for it to heal. So it was I think I was out for eight weeks and I think I was six weeks away from the season. So I missed like the first maybe like week and a half. And I was livid because not only was I missing like the tryout week and like the weeks when like things are important and, you know, we're establishing like who's going to play and Mm -hmm. who's not. Um, And in what roles as well, like that's also very important in lacrosse. But I was missing the six weeks leading up to it, meaning I wasn't going to be able to run. and I wasn't going to be ready to like really run. I was so angry. I mean, did it end up really affecting you? So I still feel it sometimes. Okay. A lot. I still feel a lot of pain in this. It's in my left hip. Um, I but did I mean, on lacrosse,
1: her, you know, could you, you still were
0: able to come back? <laughs> yeah, I was able to come back. Um, it was just a little bit hard in the beginning because I was still in like some pain. But, mm-hmm. and it's the, the hard thing about that type of injury is it's like, it's not like you get a cast off and you know you're going to be fine. Right. It's like you don't.
1: Trial and error.
0: It's like, yeah, it's like trial and error, basically. So you could feel good because you've been on a couch for six weeks, but once you really start moving it around, like. I don't remember having any issues after that, so I should have. It's probably been fine, but on these long runs, I do feel an extra like hint of pain in this left hip, and it makes me nervous. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it just means I'm gonna have to get a new hip in like thirty years, perhaps. um, Fine by then. Hopefully, I can afford it, and I'll just (laughs) freaking get a new hip. I don't know
1: whatever yeah well that's like I had a lot of knee injuries as a kid and like so now my knee kind of like they slides in and out um it doesn't dislocate it slides there's a pocket um that it slides into um pretty dramatic moments yeah but my point is I feel like yeah eventually I'm gonna need like a new knee Oh, actually, I will yeah. say, so how this actually happened, my original knee injury, I was doing a full on a tumble track, which, like, if you're a gymnast or a cheerleader, you probably know what that is, Um, but it's just, like, a trampoline, but, like, not whatever. It's, like, a trampoline, and I, like, did a full off of it and hit my knee into a wall, and if I would have yeah. hit, like, this sheet rock, I would have just, like, made a hole in the wall, but I hit the beam, oh. and, like, we ended up, like, it was literally, like, the beam behind the wall was dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dented my knee, dented oh my it. My god, ten-year-old knee.
0: Oh yeah, why have you never
1: told me this story? Oh my god, yeah, that's what I happened. didn't know.
0: This I mean, I always knew you Well, like, you've me.
1: witnessed. So the times that my knee has gone out, it has just happened randomly. Since this ha- this happened in the fourth grade. It has just happened randomly over the years. And like one time, I know the one time we were in my backyard
0: her graduation party
1: i think it was my party. older sister's high school graduation party and like i'm just sitting on this little stool and all of a sudden like i i'm just like ah <laughs> like i fall over
0: put her arms in the air just goes ah and then just falls completely sideways and we were like out of, out of nowhere and we we're like what are you doing bro and you're on the ground in just like pain <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know how to handle this <laughs> Um, so anyway, that's, well, that's just my funny story, but so this is a, okay, yeah. I will get my next one. I'm just going to, we're, we're just going to, you're going to come along for the ride with me. Okay. So this happened to me three years ago for, it was summer going into my senior year of college and I'm at the beach with my entire family. Like there's like 40 of us on a beach and the whole morning I was trying to skimboard. Okay. And if you don't know what a skimboard is, it's, like, this disc that you, like, slide against the edge of the water and you jump on it. Like, you, like, look like you're surfing on it. And that's it, pretty much. Okay. So I like- no, it's I tried it all morning whatever I gave up and like I'm just hanging out I like I think I asked my mom to go get me some sangria which was funny because she was like videotaping everyone trying to do the skim board and like my uncles had just gone on it and like did it well so I was like okay like if my like 50 year old uncles can do this like I can definitely do this so I like go to try it again and this time when I went on it
0: Ew, I'm gonna freak out
1: <laughs> I hop on the board And the next thing I know, like, I fall immediately, like I did every other time. And I don't really know if I felt the pain or if I looked at my foot first. But my foot, like, look, if if you are sitting right now, think about, like, your feet out in front of you. Like, if you're sitting with your legs out, think about how your knee is, how your foot is, your toes are facing the sky, okay? (laughs) I – fall on the ground and my toes are 90 degrees east like my (laughs) knees how it normal how your knee looks my knees normal but my foot is (laughs) right it is signaling right diagonal turn right here right right it's (laughs) there it is (laughs) and Ew, oh my god and a throw up! oh off. my god i just started immediately sobbing crying screaming like people realized immediately that something was wrong i could not get up i had to be lifted out of the water like i just had no idea what to do they like sat me on this oh. cooler and like eventually i don't even know how it just kind of like went back it was it was so painful but it oh, like it turned oh back
0: <laughs> it reminds me of harry potter when he takes the juice that gets rid of his or no he gets the spell um where he gets rid of his bone
1: I wish they could have done that for me <laughs> <laughs> at that time so Whoa. I think they actually we called I don't know if they called 911 or the EMTs but like an ambulance comes on the beach and I'm like I it just went back like I think it's okay like I think it's just what happens to my knee okay like mm-hmm. it, this hurt like, extremely bad but because of what happens to my knee I was like it just dislocated like yeah. I think it's okay like I think it just dislocated That's all I think happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you look up an ankle dislocation, it looks very different. Your feet are still normal. It's just your ankle kind of looks moved over. Like, definitely not what happened to me. So after, like, five minutes, I was like, okay, like, this is not going away. Like, the ambulance already left, but I was like, I need to go to the hospital. This is not okay. So, yeah, Yeah. hour drive to the hospital. And, yeah, turns out I fractured my fibula, which is, like, the smaller – bone that connects your knee to your ankle yeah that's the yeah
0: um ankle to your foot right
1: no it's your knee to your ankle it's like i just broke it by my ankle like i broke it right above Uh, the outside of my ankle like where that bone is Yeah. It's like right above it. So yeah, I had to get surgery. I have a bunch of plates and screws and it was awful. I didn't end up tearing my last year of college because of it. And yeah, it was like mentally taxing. I couldn't walk. I couldn't put on my pants. I couldn't go to the bathroom. I couldn't get in the shower. (laughs) Like It was horrible. And like, I feel for anybody that has to go through an injury, but like, here I am. I now am training for a marathon and like, (laughs) that's cool.
0: (laughs) yeah
1: so it really did suck that i couldn't cheer my last or i couldn't compete with my team at least my last year of college because i was just dealing with the injury um like pretty much it happened at the end of july it happened right before my team left for cheer camp i was so upset but there was like no way i could go like in a wheelchair (laughs) like because i like i couldn't walk at all i wasn't allowed to put weight on it for like two months and like which was awful when i finally got back to school because a wheelchair did not work at my campus like it's so hilly at montclair like yeah. yeah. And so I ended up having to do physical therapy three times a week for eight weeks and that was so hard. I remember the first day they sat me on just like, you know, a, a doctor bench chair, whatever you know what I mean? Um and they just told me to put my foot on the floor and like crumple up a washcloth with my toes. Just like literally move it around. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And like I was just crying. It was so hard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. But also
1: funny thing was like when I ended up eventually having a scooter. Do you remember my scooter? Oh. It was like. She was our friend called her Robocop. It was basically like you, I was able, I had a, I had um handlebars and my knee uh-huh. was like bent and it was like on a little rest and then I had to like walk with one foot and I had like a scooter as my right foot and at one party one of my friends I went to the bathroom I park the scooter outside the bathroom hop in the bathroom go you know pee wash my hands I get out no scooter so I hop out of the bathroom and then someone rolls my scooter to me no handlebars on it I'm like what what happened to the handlebars? They are like, oh, they were riding it outside down the hill?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> <That's,
1: sighs> you really can't take that shit anymore. Okay. So, anyway, what's your other story?
0: <laughs> one oh, was cool. Oh, I just one time woke up with, like, a black eye and a goose egg on my head and just didn't really know what happened. <laughs> um, oh, I broke my arm when I was really little. Oh, I remember I that.
1: And you had the pink cast.
0: Yeah. And I remember it was the funniest thing because I was so little, I was maybe seven years old. And I just obviously my mom was like, it was a blood curdling scream. Like it was because it was was so painful. My brother hid under the trampoline because he thought he was going (laughs) to get killed. Um, okay, he was, like, nine. And I put my arm, like, behind my, like, my wrist. I put it behind my back. Like, obviously not touching my back because it was in pain. But I put it behind my back because I was so scared to look at it. It was, it was scaring me so much because I didn't, I was only seven. So, I was like, yeah, that did. is scary. It was so scary. Was like, why does this look like this? Why? Oh, my God. Also, as I'm, like, getting into the car, my dad goes, oh, like, what, what do you need? What do you need from your room? I go, my Hello Kitty pet. And, like, this is to show you where my priorities were. But we got to the hospital, and I had to, like, they couldn't put me on anesthesia on a full stomach, and I had just eaten dinner. So I had to lay there in the hospital bed for, like, six to eight hours. Wow. Before they I had to set my arm and put a cast on it. So I had to lay there all night. Um, there was a party, and there was birthday cake all night. Somebody they, – they started making a pile of food for me because I was so sad, mm. um, and I was so they were like they started making a pile of food for me to eat for when it was all over and crazy so uh I was I was put out obviously and I had a memory when I woke up of waking up in the middle of it and seeing the doctor with scissors cutting my cast off and I was like uh oh (laughs) that can't be good but I was I guess I was in between anesthesia doses because what happened was they put me out. They set he set my arm and then he put it in the cast and then he did an X ray, and he realized he didn't like how the X ray like looked it because my growth plate again more issues with my growth plate on my arm didn't look right and he just wanted to make sure that um he set it properly. So what I I guess had seen was I guess my anesthesia dose was like coming to an end. I don't know, but I just remember seeing like a cast being cut off my arm. So. But because they were going to fix everything, and I had no idea, and I just kind of, like, went back out, and then when I woke up, everything was fine, but I was like, what the hell was that? But he, like, basically rebroke my arm, and then reset it again, and then put it in a cast again, so, like, my arm, like, double broke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, also, something just so funny, like, you were talking about yourself breaking your arm when it was so young, and when my older sister broke her arm when she was younger, I cried because I was jealous. <laughs> Like who, did, <laughs> who didn't want someone to sign their pink cast? You're such an asshole That is so Wait also So actually so funny It came back to me It came back to me Because yeah Whatever When I was a kid I was an attention whore And I remember My godmom, My aunt Dawn She said to me When I When literally After I just broke Like fractured my knee Which no one actually knew Like what happened at the time But she was like Ah You always wanted the attention And I was like oh, Like I was in such a bad mood Like I was in so much pain I was like No Get away from me Like I was so annoyed At everyone that was near me Oh my god Anyway okay So we're gonna get into some listener our friend um funny stories about injuries
0: oh wait no this is so funny okay um i'll keep it short but it's so funny i've done i have to explain battle all the classes so high school we had this thing um we the classes would play each other in like obstacle courses our friend was uh involved in the obstacle course and he was going through one of those like tunnels that it's made of like I don't know. paper
1: mache like
0: yeah, and he was he like dove down on the floor and dislocated his shoulder in front he of to like go to the two, hospital. Like
1: he was literally in front of like four hundred. There's a photo of know? it. That's the best part. There's a photo of him like looking in pain coming out of the tunnel. Like in the middle of the tunnel. And like you can
0: see you can't see his shoulder popped out, but you can see like him like the impact happening basically and him realizing like oh shit. Like it was really funny, but also really awful, and I felt really bad
1: for him. Okay. Um, <laughs> next one. Out dancing at a club and my knee dislocated. Next thing I know, I need surgery.
0: Yeah. That's kind of similar to you, but, like, just minus the surgery.
1: Yeah, it was really bad for her, and both of her knees are messed up. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So- I'm giving too much info away. Anyway.
0: <laughs> okay. The next one is, I was drunk and fell out a window. <laughs> oh, my God. That's literally um,
1: just like there's no rhyme or reason just fell out a window.
0: Yeah. <sighs> like Wasn't doing movie, anything
1: athletic. A window, maybe? I think. If I yeah. remember correctly, that's what it that is. Okay. Um got into an argument with my boyfriend while out at a party and Ubered myself, Ubered home by myself and beat him home. Guess who had the keys? Not me. LOL had to climb into the onto the ac unit and jump into the kitchen window and now i have a huge bruise across my abdomen <laughs> it actually didn't say huge i made that up but they said they had a bruise
0: i feel like i'm so thrown off by the argument with the boyfriend at a party because it's like not
1: the point is just that like yeah they went home by themselves and weren't the one that had the keys
0: because at first when you started reading it i thought it was cause, like the boyfriend was like with her or something oh
1: and they were no, both sorry. there and
0: like he Had the keys and she didn't, so she had to like, I don't know,
1: I don't okay, know, I just thought
0: it so differently in my head, <laughs> anyway. Okay, um, that's really terrible because you just and waking up the next day after being drunk with an injury is really terrible, um, because it hurts so much. Uh, all right, one time I was tumbling on the trampoline, as in like doing backflips, I feel like not everybody refers to doing backflips, right? Okay, who don't have any head cheerleading, um, so they somebody was doing like. Flips on the trampoline and i tried to hang from the metal pole and do a tuck so like a backflip, and i fell backwards onto the trampoline need all oh, need myself in the nose from <laughs> the bounce back and got a bloody nose that gushed blood for like 10 minutes
1: oh. the bounce back that's funny you know that's like that when you get me? like air bombed or whatever they called it oh yeah the popcorn yeah. thing and they yeah that reminds me when we went to
0: prom senior year and we had the prom beach house in wildwood uh there was a sliding glass door that was like connected by two balconies and i was so excited <laughs> i was going from, i we just got there like we were checking out the house so it was like when you get into a house you're like this is so great oh my god you're like checking out all the room i went running straight first head face first right into the sliding glass door <laughs> as if it was not there and my lovely prom date was on the other end of it. Saw the it was the only person who saw the entire thing. was Like, that was so <laughs> oh, at least he's a and good my, guy. And my nose was bleeding. Nice. <laughs> he was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "Yeah, that was really stupid."
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next one. I blacked out, fell down the stairs, and got a concussion. Broke my elbow. <gasps> oh my God. Ow! And was basically blind the whole day. Wow. Probably
0: from black eyes. Oh my god, that's so terrible! How many
1: stairs did you fall down?
0: <laughs> I don't. I mean, that, that is what... breaking your
1: elbow, I feel like probably really hurts.
0: Yeah, dude. Oh my god, it's like probably like just like breaking your knee or like shattering your kneecap or something because it's that it's like a really <gasps> crucial joint. Okay, all right, moving
1: on. Oh,
0: sorry, okay. Um, <laughs> I can't think about <laughs> it for <laughs>
1: too long. It, like definitely
0: like, sends your arm the other way. Uh tried a double front tuck that i had no business trying so like two front flips were landing and fell on my neck like landed on my neck uh,
1: yeah. i feel like there's so many i used to follow like a cheer fails it might still exist like cheer fails uh, on instagram or twitter or something and it was basically just people failing a lot of the times actually barstool sports cool. always post uh, they randomly will post a tumbling like, video of some. yeah, yeah.
0: I hate watching those videos. They freak me out.
1: I've seen so many and I've done I so mean, many.
0: My, uh, when I lived with like all the boys in Philly, they would sometimes put on like the worst basketball injuries and like Chromecast them to the TV. So I had to watch them. Oh my God. Horrible. That's horrible. I can't watch <laughs> that stuff. There was one I saw where a guy landed on his hand and then the bone was like coming out of his hand.
1: Like his, like, nope. Cause his,
0: yeah. I don't know, it's disgusting. It's just disgusting. Like, okay, well, know. on that
1: note, um, thanks everyone for <laughs> listening. <laughs> Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. It would mean so much to us. Yes, it would. And yeah, follow us on Instagram at Love Myself Podcast. And that's that's all I've got. That's all I've got too. Ayo. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.